ladies and gentlemen. And the winner by unanimous decision, the face of the fucking sport, Canelo Alvarez. Viva Mexico, cabrones. I fucking knew it. There are weight classes for a reason. Saul Canelo Alvarez defends his belts, his super middleweight titles, holds off Jermel Charlo in a unanimous decision victory. What a performance from Canelo Alvarez. What a vintage performance by Canelo Alvarez. What a dominant performance by Canelo Alvarez. You thought you thought stamina, you thought fatigue was going to set in for Canelo. You thought he was going to look old and tired. Fuck no. He came from the beginning of that bell and cut the ring off on Jermel Charlo and put the pressure on him the entire fight. The entire fight. And to, and, and to put icing on the cake, dropped Jermel Charlo in the seventh round. Jermel took a knee. I mean, he, I mean he, he had to stop the onslaught before it became an onslaught, actually. What a dominant performance by Canelo. 118-109, I believe, were the scorecards. 119-108 as well. I believe that's what the scorecards were. Wide, wide scorecards. I think two of the judges had uh, Jermel Charlo winning the fifth round and the ninth round. And I think only one of them had him winning the fifth round. Canelo absolutely dominated. bit More than I thought he would. He cut the ring off. He did not respect Jermel, Char- Jermel Charles' power. I told you. I fucking told you. He's fought Gennady Golovkin. He's fought Triple G three fucking times. He's fought Kovalev at light heavyweight. He fought Bivol at light heavyweight. He's fought against heavy hitters. He's fought against some of the roughest, toughest guys. He's never been dropped. Canelo Alvarez, you would have been silly to think that he could actually get hurt in this fight. He did not respect Jermil Charles' power. He kept coming at him. He kept coming at him. He kept coming at him. He cut the ring off. Very different than his last couple fights. And at least in his signature performances. Canelo Alvarez is one of the best counter punchers in the sport. He, he's patient. Likes to wait for you. Likes to, likes to see what you're going to come bring to him. Nah, he said, fuck that. I'm bigger than this guy. I hit harder than this guy. His punches aren't going to do shit to me. I'm going to go at him. I'm going to go at him and overwhelm him from the beginning of the bell. And that is literally what he did. From the second round on, it it was just overwhelming pressure by Canelo Alvarez. It was a dominant performance. I did not expect. Now, Canelo haters will say, oh, he should have dropped him. Oh, he should have finished him. He should have finished him. Uh... I mean, a shit ton. A shit, they'll still come with excuses. Let me tell you something. There was a, there was a, a big belief. There was a, a general consensus that Jermel Charlo can actually box Canelo very well. He can outbox Canelo. That was his best shot. He couldn't do anything. He couldn't do anything. He, he looked... Um, what's, that, what's the word I want to come up with? He, he looked hesitant to throw at Canelo. He looked hesitant to give Canelo his best shots. He did not want to be countered with something even more deadly. It was evident. Jermel Charlo was afraid. He looked hesitant. He did not look like he wanted to get demolished by Canelo. And towards the later rounds, 
He didn't have any urgency. There was no urgency from Jermel Charlo from rounds 9, 10, 11, 12 to say, all right, I'm losing the fight. I already dropped an extra point in the seventh round. Let me pick up the pace. Let me try to let me try to hurt Canelo or something. Well, I don't know about hurt Canelo, but let me let me try to win some rounds. He couldn't do anything. There was not anything he could do. He had a couple, you know, he threw a couple combinations that he was able to land on Canelo. Canelo, I didn't do anything. Popped his head back a little bit. Canelo's right back, right back forward on Jamal Charlo. It's scary to fight a fighter like it, like that. It is terrifying to hit a guy with your best shot. And it did nothing to him. It is scary. It is fucking scary. Canelo Alvarez dominated. I mean, it was amazing. Vintage. And and let me tell you something else about Canelo for this fight. His conditioning. Oh, his conditioning was there. I mean, he was flexing. I don't think he sat down for most of these rounds. Maybe the later rounds, I think he did. He did not sit down in these rounds. He was he looked he was jumping around. He showed his head head movement a little bit. His footwork. I mean, he was. He looked in shape. I was a little bit afraid early in the fight that hey Canelo's, Canelo's, putting a lot into his punches. He's trying to hurt Charlo. Prove a point. I was a little bit hey uh, I, I I was a little bit with the thought of hey, Canelo. I don't want to see him wear himself out. If he can't hurt Charlo. And he wears himself out. It could be a problem later in the fight. It did not become a problem. It did not become a problem at all. There, I just don't think Charlo. There was any. There's nothing he could have done. Canelo cut the ring so well, and he put so much pressure. He had Charlo on the ropes. I felt Charlo's best shot was in the middle of the ring. Canelo still was able to slip a lot of his punches. Canelo out jabbed him. Canelo hit him with the harder punches. He hit him harder in the body and the liver. He, I, I think in every almost every statistical category, he he dominated Charlo. Canelo did him dirty. Canelo really fucked him up. To Charlo's defense, he did not get knocked out cold. He did not get finished. But that's because he ended up having to take... He, Charlo ended up having to take a business decision in this fight, guys. He said, you know what? I'm not beating this guy. It came to a point late in this fight where he says he felt I can't beat this guy and I got two choices I can swing out I I can go out swinging maybe be knocked out cold in the middle of the ring or I can walk out of this ring healthy with my mentals still in good shape you know I'm still the I am still the undisputed champion at 154 and I think that was his mentality at the end. I, I can't blame you. There's weight classes for a reason. And tonight, and, and today it was, a, it was the real thing. If anybody really thought Charlo was just going to overwhelm Canelo, I mean, again, weight classes are there for a reason. So yes, maybe I should pump the brakes and say, oh no, well, Canelo did beat a smaller guy. But this small, I mean, how much questions were there on Canelo for this fight? A lot. Is he still the same? He doesn't look the same. Actually, actually, it was he doesn't look the same. He's starting to have a lot of mileage and wear and tear on him. He looked rough his last three fights. I mean, there was a lot of questions on Canelo. 
And I think he answered them. He had to. There was a, you either answer them or you don't. And he answered them. He was the favorite for the reason. And you saw it. You just saw it, folks. You just, you just saw why he was the big favorite. What a performance. What a performance. It was a great card. Ugas and Barrios. What a great fight. Barrios really took it to uh, Jordanius Ugas late in that fight. Ramos got robbed, but I mean, it's whatever. He did. He took some rounds off at the end. But what a fight for Canelo Alvarez. And his haters will continue to talk. As a matter of fact, I'm going to say this now because I am on the podcast. It bothers me that the Mexican public, the Mexican media, still continue to shit on Canelo. They still call Canelo or consider him a little overrated. They still are on his ass. They still don't like the guy. I don't fucking know. I think it's envy. I think it's jealousy. I just don't think people in Mexico respect Canelo to the degree that of a Chavez, of a Salvador Sanchez, of a Juan Manuel Marquez, an Eric Morales, uh, uh, the, um, I'll say terrible, um, Marco Antonio Barrera. They don't respect him to that degree. I mean, they respect him. They don't like him to that degree. Uh, and some don't respect him either. It bothers me that they're still out here talking shit on social media saying, oh, what a boring fight for Canelo. Oh, what a, uh, you know, Chavez would have knocked his ass. They would have, they're saying some stupid shit. They're talking crazy right now. And let me tell you something. A lot of these guys aren't old heads. I understand the old heads because it's similar with Jordan and LeBron. I don't know a single 50-year-old who thinks LeBron's better than Jordan. I'm sorry. I don't think there's any person 50 or higher who actually thinks LeBron's better than Jordan. Fuck no. And that is the same in Mexico. I don't think there is a 50-year-old or higher that genuinely thinks Canelo's better than, than Chavez. They're not even the same fucking weight classes to begin with. But that is a big deal in Mexico. They still won't give Canelo his fucking credit. They won't give him his fucking credit. I don't know, I don't know if it's because he pulls them into the ring with Doshe and Cabana. And, he, and, and he, you know he, he's flashy and... He knows English. I don't know what the fuck their problem is over there. I don't know what the fuck their problem is down in Mexico and why they don't give that man his flowers. And don't get me wrong. A lot. I mean, it's Mexico. They love Canelo. They love it's his country. But the fact that it's his own people that shit on him the most, it's what fucking bothers me. It really does. I don't know. That was just a rant that I, I've been wanting to do for a long time. I'm sick of it. I am sick of it. If Canelo defeats David Benavides one day. And hell, even Terrence Crawford say, I'm sorry, that makes him the greatest fighter to ever to ever come out of the country of Mexico. He might already be number one. Ooh, that hurts Mexico people. Oh, that hurts him. I'm sorry, he's, he's already on track to be number one. And he beats Benavides, it's over. The debate, there is no fucking debate. He's the best ever to come out of that country. He's, let me tell you something. He's made the most money of any Mexican fighter in history, and it's not even close. He's the most mainstream Mexican fighter in America ever. No offense to Chavez, no offense to Marquez, no offense, especially a De La Hoya. Um, he was born here, but, you know, Canelo's taking it to another level. Canelo's taken it to another level here in America. Canelo has made his presence here, not only in Mexico, but here in the United States. Perhaps maybe that is why that irks people in Mexico. 
I don't know. But Canelo has done a lot here in this country. He's become the biggest star in not only Mexico, in, in Mexico boxing. He's the biggest star in the fucking sport. There has never been a Mexican-born fighter to become the biggest attraction in the sport, the best fighter in the sport. Canelo was literally pound for pound number one for a good amount of time. He's been the Ring Magazine's uh, Fighter of the Year twice. Two fucking times. I don't think a Mexican fighter has accomplished that. Chavez won Mex- uh, Ring Fighter, uh, Ring Magazine Fighter of the Year in 1990. Canelo's done it twice. He's made the most money, like I said. He's the biggest attraction in the fucking sport. He is the toast of Vegas when he arrives. He is probably one of the only people that competes with the UFC. And probably beats them. He is the only guy. There are only a handful of guys in the sport of boxing. I can maybe count four or five that can go head-to-head with Dana White in the UFC. And Canelo is one of them. And he's been one of them. And he will continue to be one of them. And Mexico should learn to appreciate this guy. They really should. And who knows? Maybe one day when the next great Mexican fighter comes around, I'll probably be hating on him saying Canelo's better. Who knows? But they got to give this man his flowers. In this country, in, in Mexico, he's done it all, man. He is the face of the sport. He he generates the most money. He is his own boss. He is his own fucking boss. He wants to fight in top rank at ESPN. He can go fucking do it. He wants to go fight on his own. He'll fucking do it. He can fight whoever the fuck he wants. And he's shown it time and time again. And he's still that guy. As for, as for what's next, I don't know what's next. I actually don't know. Because he... I, he needs to fight Benavides. I think that is the fight that will solidify him as the greatest in Mexico's history. He could literally solidify himself as maybe, alongside with Terrence Crawford, the fighters of this era. And besides, Benavides is that guy at 168 behind Canelo. He, he has to. And Benavides does have to fight Andrade. I think that's a very interesting fight. That is an option for Canelo. The other option is considering how great he looked and he looks like he's back. Dimitri Bivol at 175. Look, I don't like that fight because I think it's low risk, low reward. But at the end of the day, you got to understand, this guy beat Canelo convincingly. Canelo goes up to fight Bivol and beats him. I mean, that, I mean that's amazing. He not only avenges his loss, but, but he actually beats him. He beats the best 175 pounder too in his prime. Would I would be sick. The other is eventually waiting for Terrence Crawford. I don't think Terrence Crawford is going to fight him that soon. I don't think he will. I I, I don't think I, I I'm just not sure. I think Crawford will probably go and fuck up Jermel Charlo first, and then go up to fight Canelo. I just don't see him jumping up that much. But if Canelo comes calling, I don't think anybody would uh, decline that call. I generally think Canelo has those three options: go fight Bevel, fight Benavides, which is the most preferred one. In his weight class. Or wait and see if Terrence Crawford would be down to move up and, and fight him. And that would be a mega fight. That fight would sell. It will sell pay-per-views. As for Jamel Charlo, he did say in his post-fight, he is he might find the man he might fight the mandatory. I, I heard actually the WBO stripped him of his title, so but that technically doesn't make him that technically makes him not undisputed, but He's still the best 154-pounder. It's not close until Crawford does show up. He says he wants Terrence Crawford. He said it right there in the post-fight. 
I think that is a very that is a very good fight. I think Terence Crawford will fuck him up. Terence Crawford is not just a great fighter. He's a generational talent. He's I I I'll, I'll dare say he's the best fighter of this era. Not the face of it, not the biggest star. He's the but he's the best fighter of this era. Post Floyd Mayweather, post Manny Pacquiao, he is the best fighter in the sport. And the only guy who could maybe have a claim for that is Canelo. That's why that fight would be a mega fight. I don't care how far away in I don't care how far away in weight they are. But what a great fight. What 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 a great night of boxing. I hope all my slimes. And this is late as shit. This is 12:30 in the fucking morning right now, by the way, guys. It is Sunday, 12:30 in the morning. It is very early. The fight just fucking ended. I'm still so stoked. That's why I'm doing the podcast now. Um Man, I'm hyped. I'm hyped. Hispanic Heritage Month ends in a fucking bang. I'm so hyped. Anyway, I hope all my slimes got to listen to this. I hope um, all my sli- I mean, I hope everybody had a great evening, a great month. Uh, I just hope everybody has a great rest of the weekend. I will see y'all tomorrow night to uh, to recap the NFL action. But man, I had to do this podcast. I'm stoked. I'm stoked. Um, but yeah, I hope everybody has a good evening. Viva Mexico. I hope, yeah, I hope everyone sleeps great. Cause I know I will. <laughs> this slime is officially out and happy.